Hello, everybody. Welcome to another Sports Moose Media podcast. Ricky Dean along with Rick Burkett as we talk about high school football in our area in the south, uh, southwest Alabama area. Regions from 7A all the way down to 1A. We're even going to touch on some AISA football tonight as as the seasons are now drawing near. Uh, the, the regions are working themselves out as far as uh, playoff positions and everything, so it's getting to be, it's been exciting all year anyway, but it's really getting to be exciting now as uh, these schools are, are vying for playoff spots, and, uh, and it, they're coming. And so we're going to touch on and talk about those tonight as we kind of work our way, as we always do, through the through Monroe and then Escambia County, Alabama, and then we'll touch on the um, the Southwest Alabama regions of the Alabama High School Athletics Association. We'll also touch on uh, some things going on in AISA football. Want to welcome my partner Rick Burkett as uh, Rick joins me on the phone tonight, uh, Rick. Uh, hopefully uh, you've had a good weekend. Uh, of course, you and I had an exciting game to watch and be a part of the other night, and it looks like there's some more coming, some big games right around the corner as we uh, as we work through and, and finish up this high school football season. That's right. We did have a good time uh, Friday night. That was, uh, regardless of the score, that was a very, very good football game between W.S. Newell and the Flemington Hurricanes, and and I hope you, too, had a good weekend. Everybody else listening, I've had a great weekend. Got up, went to church on this beautiful fall morning, and uh, and I've had the blessing in church, of course. This is the day the Lord has made. We will be glad and rejoice in it. I love all the seasons, but I don't know why. I mean, you've talked about that before, but I really like fall. And then when you get those first cool fronts come through, I really like it. So doing well, and I appreciate you. Oh yeah, my one of my favorite mornings to wake up on is that morning when it's really uh, cool, like it's going to be in the morning, kind of in the mid forties, and you walk outside and just kind of shiver just a little bit and go, you know, I better walk back in and get me a sleeve, and uh, and so that's what it's going to be like in the morning. Let's talk about some football games as we always do, and uh, and of course we're going to touch on one A Region One, uh, the JF Shields Panthers. JF Shields has had a tough season and uh they're they lost another one of course uh they got beat by a very good football team we talked about this game last week they um jf shields 0-7 on the year 0-4 in 1a region one they were eliminated from the playoffs as they lost to milry by a score of 67 to nothing you know we talked about milry being undefeated and or actually they have lost one game but uh but milry um you know, Millery's played some very tough competition, and they've only lost the one game. They played Centronale and got beat them the the first um, game of the year. But J.F. Shields struggled. J.F. Shields has got a, another big game this week. They uh, will be playing Southern Choctaw at home. Southern Choctaw 2-5, and 1-3 and three in the region. Southern Choctaw last lost to Leroy by a score of 41 to 8 last week. They are they are mathematically still in the playoffs, but they uh they've got a, another region game or so to play that will decide that fourth and final place uh for them. But uh this is going to be another one that's going to be tough for JF Shields on Friday night. 
Yeah, that's a, that's a tough one for J.F. Shields. Uh, we wish him the best, but uh, and like we said about some of the other teams, don't let Southern Choctaw's record fool you either. They've, they've got a pretty good football team, so I'm in agreement with you. Monroe County over uh, in Monroeville. Of course, Monroe County High, my buddy that I get to umpire with some during um, high school softball season in the spring. Coach Shannon Felder, the Tigers are 1-6. They're 0-5 in Class 3A Region 1. They lost to Hillcrest Evergreen. Now, you and I have seen Hillcrest Evergreen several times already this year. And, you know, we've always talked about how, you know, they're kind of a, a sleeper. Well, they haven't done very well uh, on their season, but boy, did they hand it to Monroe County the other night. Hillcrest Evergreen beat Monroe County 62-14, to and that eliminated Monroe County from the playoffs. M- uh, Monroe County will next play Cottage Hill in Monroeville. Uh, Cottage Hill, of course, is 0-7, 0-5 in the region. They lost to Mobile Christian the other night by a score of 34 to nothing. Uh, Cottage Hill has also been eliminated from the playoffs. So these two teams in Class 3A Region 1, they're just playing each other for pride on Friday night. And, and there is a lot of pride in this one. And you and I, I mean, I, I can't say we knew it was going to happen. But I mean, consider this. Hillcrest Evergreen took T.R. Miller into overtime. It took overtime for T.R. Miller to beat Evergreen. And then they played, you know, our good W.S. Neal team tough. Evergreen just had the probably, or at least in the top five of the hardest schedules I've seen in high school football. So we we knew that record wasn't, and and it wasn't indicative of how uh, good they were. And and we met their offensive coordinator, talked to him for a long time one night. And, uh, you know, they're just a good football team, and, and we knew it, and, and they showed it. And, and, uh, and, you know, Cottage Hill has also played a killer schedule. I mean, they're 0-7, but they, they played a very good WSL team that we cover very well. And uh, so I'd have to probably give a nod to Cottage Hill on this one, but you, you never can tell. Monroe County's playing at home, and uh, so we'll just have to see. Looking at the AISA now in Region uh, 3A or, or Class 3A, they only have one region. Um, Monroe Academy will be at Otaga Academy up in Prattville. Monroe Academy at 3-6, and 2-4 and four in the region. Uh, they beat Morgan Academy this past week by a score of 33-16. to 16. Uh, Of course, uh, Otaga Academy, they're, they're good. They're not normal. Otaga uh, Academy good, but they're they've got a record of three and three uh, of I'm sorry five and three. They're three and three in uh, their region. They lost to Glenwood the other night, which everybody has forty two to seven. But uh, one thing that we wanted to point out is that Monroe Academy will be in the playoffs because all three A uh, teams in the AISA there's eight of them, so they will all make the playoffs, and then they just seed them and uh, and they play. Three three rounds and get to a championship game. So Monroe Academy will be a playoff team. It just matters where they're going to fall within those standings as to who they will play during that first round. That's right. And uh, good luck to Coach Felder this this this, this Friday night and uh, against Otaga. Uh, I think they're pretty evenly matched. Monroe Academy also has played a very tough schedule and, uh, and, and played very well at times. So, uh, you know, I'd probably give the nod to Monroe Academy on this one. Good luck to them. 
Class 3A Region 1 back in uh, in our region that we're most familiar with, of course, uh, um, XL at 3 and 4, 2 and 3 in the region. They lost to Thomasville this past week by a score of 35 to 7. Uh, you know, I watched the video on that game, Rick. That game was very close even up until the half uh, because uh, in that game, XL actually scored first. They scored their seven points Um with a pick six, they got a pick six on defense and took it into the end zone. That was the but uh, but then Thomasville comes back and scores thirty five unanswered. Um, XL will be at Hillcrest Ever. Or no, I'm sorry, they will be playing in XL, but they will be playing Hillcrest Evergreen. Hillcrest, of course, we've already mentioned them. They're one in six uh, on the year, one in four in the region. Uh, they beat. As we said, Monroe County the other night, 62-14. to 14. So more than likely, the way things will work out is, I tell you, you know, just saying what we've said about and what we know about Hillcrest Evergreen, XL can't sleep on them because obviously by putting up 62 points, you know, you're playing 12-minute quarters in a high school football game to, to score 62 points. You're running up and down the field with the football. That's right, and 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 we've seen it uh, too. Uh, Evergreen's got a good defense, so I think I you know think you throw the records out on this one and just say this is a pretty even matchup. Best of luck to Excel. Yeah, what well, what will give uh, XL the upper hand is the fact that that it will be played in XL, so uh, so they'll be glad to stay at home and not yeah. have to travel and go over to Evergreen for this ball game. J.U. Blackshire started the year 3-0. and They've lost five in a row. J.U. Blackshire got beat by um, Clark County the other night. They, uh, they're they now 3-5, and 1-3 in the region. Uh, they're off this week, so they will next play, uh, not this Friday night, but next Friday night. Now, this is a big game for them. J.U. Blackshire, even at 3-5 and five and 1-3 and right now, if they can pick up a win against Washington County on the 27th of October, then that will decide the fourth region spot for Class 2A Region 1. So J.U. Blackshire could slide into that playoff spot and get a chance to go play a little playoff football, even though it will be on the road as the number four four seed yeah and uh we, we knew clark county was good too kind of like evergreen maybe not as hard a schedule as evergreen but but pretty close and uh we knew clark county and groveville was a good football team so uh, i'm sure they'll uh, they'll appreciate this weekend off going back into the aisa as we uh look down into escambia county alabama uh, class 2A Region 2 in the AISA, Escambia Academy, they're 3-5. and five. They're 1-3 in their region. Uh, they will play South Choctaw Academy this week. They will play South Choctaw at home. Uh, the other night, the Cougars lost to Patrician Academy by a score of 42-14. to 14. You know, EA is going to be, it looks like that they are going to be a playoff team. Uh, they're they're kind of locked into that number four spot. It's just going to matter 
who they play next so uh, or who they play the first round of the playoffs. That's still to be determined. But uh, South Choctaw Academy, uh, they won their game this past Friday night as they beat uh, the Warriors from Sparta Academy by a score of 50 to nothing. So uh, it'll be Escambia Academy and South Choctaw Academy in canoe this Friday night. Yeah, and best of luck to uh, to Scammy Academy Cougars. We'll be pulling for them. Uh, uh, South Choctaw, you know, they, you know, they can have. I mean, they beat Sparta fifty to nothing. Uh, it's a team to look out for. I, I, I think I've kind of got a feeling the EA may come away with a win on this one. Hope they do, and we'll be pulling for them. And congratulations on them and, and to them in making the playoff, and uh, and just good luck to them. We'll be pulling for them. Talking about our old school now, the uh, Blue Devils of Escambia County High School. They're five and three, two and three in the region. Uh, they lost to T.R. Miller uh, this past Friday night, forty-two to seven. A very good T.R. Miller football team. That was a region game for the Blue Devils in Class Four uh, A Region One. Uh, they will be at Bayside Academy, so they've got to make the trip to Daphne. I tell you, Bayside's a good football team. Five and two on the year, three and two in the region. They beat Orange Beach the other night, thirty-five to fourteen. But this is going to be kind of a must-win game for the Blue Devils as they've got to knock off Bayside Academy, and uh, and they could be uh, looking at possibly making it to the playoffs with a win there. But I tell you, they've they've got a tough road to hoe. Uh, as their remaining games that are region games are, are not easy football games. Well, you know, that one, uh, I mean, it didn't surprise me that T.R. Miller won. It kind of surprised me a little bit, the score. Uh, uh, T.R. Miller's gotten better each game. I mean, each game they've gotten better and better. And, you know, as a coach, that's what you try to get your team to do. You hear Coach Saban and the, the better coaches say it all the time. We, it doesn't matter. That's behind us. We're trying to get better each week and each day. Each day adds up to week. Weeks add up to months. And you, you've got to get better each day and then each game throughout the season. And when you look at Terry Miller's record, they've done that. And, I mean, and then they've got, you know, Alabama signed that great linebacker they got, Miles Johnson. Uh, uh, he has committed to Alabama. and signed him. He's, he's committed to Alabama. Uh They've just gotten better defensively all year long. They only had the one the one lost UMS uh, uh, UMS right, and and then uh, they took it on a chin from. Uh, let me see. They lost another game by decent. Yeah, they yeah they lost to Jackson, thirty eight seven. Everybody's lost to Jackson so far this season, but uh, yeah, Miller's just a good team, and uh, Atmore's got to get ready. I think they are very evenly matched with Bayside. Bayside. And St. Michael's had to go to overtime in their game. Uh, Bayside came up, came out on top, I believe. Uh, Atmore played St. Michael's very tough. It was a very close game. So I think this is an even match. And if Atmore can pull it off, uh, they can get into the playoffs. And, and of course, you know, we'll be rooting for them. Not that we have anything against Bayside, but uh, we're, we're pulling for, for our alma mater. And, uh, and I think they got a good chance. Coach Vincent Harris has done an outstanding job with that team and that school. And, uh, and we wish them the best. Go Blue Devils. As we continue in Escambia County, Alabama, of course, a team that we just saw this past Friday night, a very good Flomerton football team. Flomerton with a record now of 4-3, and 3-2 three, three and two in Class 3A Region 1. They lost to W.S. Neal the other night. Neal uh, played very well in the ball game and 
was just a little too much for the Flomaton Hurricanes as Flomaton came up on the short end of the stick, 44-21. to 21. But I tell you, it doesn't get any easier for Flomaton. They... They'll be at home Friday night, which is about the only good thing we can say. They're, they're at home, and they take on Mobile Christian. Mobile Christian is 8-0, 5-0 in the region. They beat Cottage Hill the other night by a score of 34 to nothing. And uh, just to put it out there, we've said it. We've been saying it ever since the uh, W.S. Neal Blue Eagles played Mobile Christian uh, in East Bruton back uh, at the earlier time during the season when they played each other um mobile christian just to put it in 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 a way that the kids will understand it mobile christian ain't no joke no i mean they, they really aren't they're uh i mean they're they could be plenty of seven eight teams and uh they're they're that good. Uh, not a lot of players. I, think, I don't know how many we count today. Thirty five, maybe. So I don't even think it was thirty five. Because they kind of get to hunt and choose and and find who they want coming out of those youth leagues. And Mobile Christian's very good, but you know uh, that kind of offense forms and runs. I mean, we'll you know we'll see. But uh, yeah, I mean it'll be a tough. We say that all the time, but it'll be a tough row to hoe. If anybody knows what that means, it's never worked on working a you know a garden. You know that's a tough row to hoe. That's just a, a tough one. A lot of weeds in that one. So good luck yeah. to them, though. No doubt. You know, 4A Region 1 TR Miller Tigers, we talked about them earlier because they were the uh, opponent of Escambia County High School this past week. They beat ECHS by a score of 42-7 to in a region game. Um, TR Miller has another region game. Of course, TR Miller is 5-2 and two in the region, uh, or I'm sorry, 5-2 and two on the year, 4-1 and one, uh, in the region. They will next play Satsuma. Satsuma is 4-3. and three. In 4A Region One, they are well. They're four and three on the year, two and three on the region. They lost to Jackson this past week by a score of 49 to six. So it'll be T.R. Miller uh, at home against Satsuma at Bruton Municipal Stadium, and so that's one that uh, T.R. Miller should uh, should be able to win, and uh, and they'll end up coming out of this one more than likely with a record of six and two, and will be five and one uh, in the region. You know, it just doesn't look like anybody's going to be able to knock off Jackson. So T.R. Miller will more than likely be the second-place team in uh, 4A Region 1 as far as uh, seeding when it gets to be playoff time. Yeah, that you're absolutely correct, Ricky. I mean, they you know they trounced out more. They're going to beat Satsuma, I believe. Satsuma is like, a lot like that, more much improved team over years past, but I think uh, you, I think Miller can win. And then the, the last big hurdle for Miller to host their playoff game, finish number two in the region, is St. Michael. Now, St. Michael's got a good football team, as you and I both know. But even them, based on what I've seen so far, I, you know, I think Miller, Miller's, Miller's next big game is probably going to be the Battle of Murder Creek at the end of the season. So when they play a very good WSNL team. But, uh, but good luck to them. 
Well, and and you know, going that, that game, the the Battle of Murder Creek game that is going to be the final game of the season between Neil and Miller. That's going to be a big ball game just because it's a pride thing, and you've got schools that are separated by nothing but a creek. But you, yeah. you know, you know the and no the, region implications, right? No, no region implications or anything like that. Both teams are, and you know, if I'm coaching that game, you know what I'm hoping is I'm hoping I get everybody out of that game because it's going to be emotional and it's going to be hard hitting while going into the playoffs i just hope i get everybody out of that ball game healthy now you're absolutely correct and it's uh it's notorious for the hard hitting that goes on in it and and i uh, will be you know you know good lord willing be proud to, to be the broadcast host Last game that we'll talk about, of course, uh, are the Neil Blue Eagles, the WS Neil Blue Eagles, with a record of six and one on the year, four and one in uh, Class Three A Region One. Just beat Flomaton the other night, handled the Hurricanes forty-four to twenty-one. We go on the road. We got to travel to Thomasville. Thomasville is six and zero. Oh. They're five and zero oh in uh, the region. You know, Thomasville is yet to play. Um, Mobile Christian, and of course, you know, here's the thing: Mobile Christian's a different animal. We've already talked about that. So, if the Blue Eagles could by by chance go over there and have a game uh, again, like they did against Flomaton this past Friday night, and could not you win against Thomasville, uh, the Blue Eagles could very well be sitting in that second spot and get to host a first round playoff. Uh, game. If they do not, more than likely, with the tiebreaker against Flomaton, Neil is looking at uh, playing um, or, or placing number three in Class 3A Region 1, and if they do, that means they'll go on the road uh, the first week. Thomasville's a good football team. They uh, recently, this Friday night, this past Friday night, they beat Excel by a score of 35-7, to but, uh, but Rick, that's going to be an interesting ball game and another exciting game as we uh, we get to travel with the Blue Eagles to Thomasville and um, and see this ball game between two very good football teams. Oh, that that's right. I mean, I'm looking forward to it. Thomasville's undefeated. They got a good team. They had a good playoff team last year that just lost a few close games during the during the season season to some other good teams. Coach Clint Anderson. It's his second year there. It's of course it's more than his second year there for Coach Fountain. He's been there before. Uh, and uh, and by the way, congratulations, Coach, coach Fountain. I think he at least is now tied for the the, the winningest coach in uh, WSN. He may have exceeded it. I'm just I'm not quite clear on that. Like I couldn't find any good data on it, but uh, doesn't matter. He's a great coach and a fine person. But uh, yeah, I'm just looking forward to it. That this going to be a, a good game. I think it's very winnable for for the Neil uh, Blue Eagles. But uh, you know, you look at Thomasville's record. They really nobody's really you know, challenged them too much. Maybe Flomerton probably gave them their best challenge. Uh, other than that, they kind of handle business for the most part. And uh, so uh, I'm looking forward to it. Looking forward to, uh, uh, to, to the ride up we, and, and, and it's going to be a great game. A lot of great players, great coaches, and you, you know, can't get any better in high school football in the state of Alabama than that, unless you're talking about the Battle of Murder Creek, which 
we shouldn't talk about because it's in two weeks. <laughs> yeah, weeks. yeah, we'll you know we'll have that game and and we'll have it on the radio for you. It'll be on uh, WBZR one hundred five point nine FM in Atmore, and uh, and and we're also uh, looking at the possibility of maybe getting a little video and getting it out there on the thing. Of course, it won't be live streamed at the moment. I believe I, I don't believe we've got uh, a live stream option on that ball game open, but uh, but we're going to try to get. Uh, maybe a, a way that we can get it out there and get some of the scenes from the game and some of the audio available to you uh, as we continue to try to work that out this yeah. week. But anyway, we will definitely have it on the radio for you Friday night. So if you live within the area, Scambia County, Alabama, Monroe County, Alabama, 105.9 WBZR in Atmore, that's where the game action will be on Friday night. All right, so let's uh, take a look at some playoff possibilities in uh, Class 7A, Region 1. Let's talk about, uh, as we touch on all the schools from from southwest Alabama now, looking at over into uh, Mobile, Baldwin County, Washington County, Escambia County, Monroe County. We kind of expand our coverage area here. In Class 7A, Region 1, your three top teams that have all clinched playoff spots already. Mary Montgomery sits at number one with an 8-0 record. They're 5-0 in the region. They defeated Baker this past Friday night 35-14. They will play um, one of the teams that's also vying for one of those. Well, they've actually clinched a spot. It's going to be they play Daphne at Daphne. So that's going to be a big game. Baker is at uh, is in the two spot right now. They have a six and two overall record, a four and one region record. They lost to Mary Montgomery this past week, thirty five to fourteen. They are off this week and do not play. Daphne, as we said, they defeated Fairhope sixteen to thirteen in a very close game. Of course, Fairhope's already eliminated from the playoffs, but uh, but Daphne will be. Playing Mary Montgomery at home, and the Foley Lions at four and three and two and two in the region. They defeated Alma Bryant by a score of thirty-five to twenty-two. They will be at Davidson, and Davidson is another team that's right there on the cusp. They're they're battling for that number four spot in Class Seven A Region One. Yeah, that's right. I mean, I think those top three spots, I think Mary Montgomery's got the number one locked up, it's safe to say. It was a good game with Baker, but they, they, they beat them. And, uh, and then it, it, it's looking like Baker for the number two spot. So it's really the third and fourth spots. And, uh, and that's going to be up to Foley and Davidson. And, and that's a, I think that's a pretty even matchup. I kind of give the nod to Foley on that one. Let's look at Class 6A Region 1 now as we look. Of course, we, we've jokingly referred to uh, to Saraland, the Spartans, all year as the University of Saraland. They're 8-0 in the region in Class 6A Region 1. There's, uh, they're, they're 8-0 on the year, 6-0 on the region. They defeated Baldwin County the other night, just just ran up and down the field on them 56-7. to uh, Sarah Land this week, they're off, so they're giving everybody else a break by not playing anybody. So uh, they'll be off, but uh, you got some good games still in that region. Spanish Fort 
right now occupying the number two spot. They're at six and two, five and one in the region. They defeated McGill Tulin forty-one to nineteen. They will be playing Robertsdale at home. Theodore at five and two, four and one in the region. They defeated Blunt thirty-five to nothing. They will be playing McGill Tulin at home. St. Paul's at five and two. They're three and two in the region. They defeated Robertsdale fifty-four to fourteen. They will be at Blunt, and you've still got one more team in there. McGill Tulin is mathematically not out of the playoffs yet. Now, Baldwin, oh, no, 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 yeah, uh, Baldwin yeah. County, Blunt, Va- Murphy, even though it does not say they're eliminated, they're down at the bottom of the heap, and more than likely nothing they can do can get them in one of those top four spots. But you've got Spanish Fort, Theodore, St. Paul's, and McGill Tulin all playing for there's three spots available, and uh, you got four teams battling for those three spots. And the big game this weekend will be uh, Theodore and McGill Tulin. Those are two good football teams. You know, Theodore started off the year ranked in the top ten in, in, in uh, 6A. And uh, so I think Theodore's probably got the edge. But this game will go a lot, a long way toward determining who the who the fourth spot is. I, St. Paul's got a great team, I think. You know, they they don't have them ranked. They're just kind of in, you know, not in any particular order there. But uh, I think the top two teams are certainly in Spanish Fort, and then it's going to be between Theodore and uh, McGill Tulin for that four spot. St. Paul's is a very good football team. So uh, that's the best way. So I think the Theodore McGill Tulin will decide that four spot. Class 5A Region 1, Gulf Shores, they've locked up a playoff spot. They, You might as well say they've locked up the, the one seed as Gulf Shores is 8-0 on the season. They're 6-0 in the region. They defeated Alberta by a score of 55-7. to They're off this week. Viger at 5-2. On the year four and two in the region, they defeated Lafleur thirty-four, uh, thirty-one to nothing. They will be at Alberta, so they will pick up another win there. BC Reigns, surprisingly, uh, BC Reigns been playing very good football all year long. Yes, sir. They're at five and two. Three and two in the region. Uh, BC Rain defeated UMS Wright the other night by 10. 31 21. They will be playing LaFleur. And then you've got Faith Academy at four and three. Three and three on the year. They did not play this past week. They take on Williamson. Now you've still got uh, UMS Wright that's hanging out there. They lost to BC Rain, but they're still mathematically in the playoffs. They play Centronail at home, and Centronail sits right below, you know, more than likely i mean you've you've got a lot of schools right there that are still battling each other and the thing that i the thing that yeah yeah, the thing that i've noticed the most rick about this class 5a is here's how good your schools in class 5a region one are is the region itself has an overall record of 36 and 29 so there's seven wins to the positive so you know i mean very evenly matched region is class 5a region one Yep, you're right. I mean, we got to come up with a name for Gulf. We got University of Charlotte. Maybe we should call Gulf Shores Gulf Shores State or something. But they're similar to Sutherland. They've dominated 5A football this year, and everybody they played up above, and out of their classification, in and out. Uh, but that's a jumbled up mess right there from Viger down and all the way down to, to, to Williamson. I mean, you could wind up with all kinds of tiebreakers because, in like a round robin sort of thing, a lot of these schools have beat each other. Uh, already, uh, that Faith Academy upset Viger. Everybody thought Viger, the Wolves, were, were in. Of 
course, that's a big rivalry faith divider is. So, you know, nowadays, there's nothing similar to Terry Miller, W.S. Neal, really, but uh, that's a big rivalry, but faith upset them. And so now that just threw a monkey wrench and everything. We'll have to wait till the, the very end of the season probably to find out who the, uh, the, the three that make the playoffs after Gulf Shores. Well, that's why they suit up on Friday night and play the games, and there's three weeks left, so it'll all sort itself out within the next three weeks. As we move yep. down and look at Class 4A Region 1, of course, Jackson is the class of that region. They're uh, 6-0 and on the year, 5-0 and in the region. They defeated Satsuma 49-6, to and that big game is the one you mentioned earlier that, that'll be coming up. Uh, they'll be playing St. Michael. Uh, T.R. Miller, 5-2, and 4-1 uh, and one in the region. They defeated Escambia County High, 42-7. to seven. They will be playing Satsuma. St. Michael at 5-3, and 4-1 and one in the region. Uh, they defeated Wilcox Central by a score of 45-6. to six. They will be at Jackson. So that's going to be a big game right there. Bayside Academy, 5-2. Two on the year, three and two in the region. They defeated Orange Beach by a score of thirty-five to fourteen. And this game, this game coming up, is a must-win for the Escambia County High School Blue Devils. As if they uh, want to keep their playoff hopes alive, they've got to beat Bayside Friday night. So right now, if the playoffs began today in Class 4A Region One, you're looking at Jackson, T.R. Miller, St. Michael, and Bayside, but. Escambia County High School could change that with a win over Bayside on Friday night. That's right. They'd have to they they'd have to beat Bayside, and even though they should, then they would still also have to beat Orange Beach. But then they would have the tiebreaker against Bayside for that fourth spot, so they can make the playoffs. And I, I, I nothing against Bayside. I got lots of friends over there, but I just you know I'm rooting for the Blue Devils, and uh, and I hope they pull it off. Class 3A Region 1, that's the one we're most familiar with. You've got two teams that have, in essence, clinched playoff spots. Of course, Mobile Christian at 8-0, 5-0. They defeated Cottage Hill 34-0. Mobile Christian this week will be at Flomerton to take on the Hurricanes. you got Thomasville at 6-0. On the season, 5-0 in the region, they defeated XL 35-7. Of course, the Neil Blue Eagles will will be riding with them over to play Thomasville on Friday night. Those two teams, Mobile Christian and Thomasville, have both clinched playoff spots. You've got Neil at 6-1 on the year, 4-1 in the region. Of course, they defeated Flomerton, will be at Thomasville. Flomerton at 4-3, 3-2 in the region. Lost to Neil, they will be taking on Mobile Christian. You've got Exhale. Exhale's just got a they got to win and hope somebody else gets knocked off ahead of them. They're three and four on the year, two and three in the region. They lost to Thomasville, thirty-five to seven. They will take on Hillcrest Evergreen. They better not look beyond Hillcrest Evergreen because Hillcrest Evergreen just recently hung sixty-two on Monroe County. So um, that that Hillcrest Evergreen game for XL could be a really good ball game, but. Uh, but right now, if the playoffs began today, Mobile Christian, Thomasville, Neil would be in the third spot, and Flomerton would be your number four spot. Those four teams would be playoff teams in Class 3A Region 1. Yeah, that's right. And I feel like that's the way it'll end, but W.S. Neil has still got to play XL and beat them in order for that to happen. And uh, everything else you said, I'm in complete agreement with. 
Class 2A Region 1, as we look at it, you got three teams at the top of the heap, and they're all uh, they're all already clinched playoff spots. St. Luke's is at 6-1. and one. They're 4-0. They did not play this past week. Now, this is going to be a good game to decide who is the number one seed yeah. in Class 2A Region 1 as uh, St. Luke's. St. Luke's will be um, taking on Clark County at Clark County. So Clark County is at three and four, but they've played an interesting schedule, uh, kind right, of top-heavy. Yeah, they, their, their schedule is top-heavy, but they're three and oh in the region. So you've got a four and oh St. Luke's, a three and oh uh, Clark County. Those two teams play each other this this Friday night. That game will be at Clark County and Grove Hill. Then you've got Chickasaw at four and four on the year, three and two in the region. They defeated Fruitdale by a score of forty four to twenty. They will play Washington County this week. Then you've got Washington County that right now is listed as the number four seed uh, because they're three and four, one and two in the. Uh, Region they defeated Francis Marion by a score of twenty to sixteen. They will be at Chickasaw this week, so that's going to sort things out. Ju Blackshear gets to be idled this week. They're not going to play after losing to Clark County twenty-seven to nothing, which is really good for for Ju Blackshear because Ju Blackshear after they have their off week, they have to play Washington County, which will more than likely decide that fourth place spot in class 2a region one yeah and i think blacks have got a good shot of getting in getting in and but like you just you know enumerated here they all are playing each other st luke's is, is in i mean and clark county's in tickasaw's in but that four spot it's is, up for it grabs. will depend like you said yep it's up for grabs sure and it's gonna, it's all gonna fall down. I, I mean, I really doesn't even think it matters because Chickasaw has beaten Ju Blackshear already. the 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 game that matters for Ju Blackshear right now in Class Two A Region One is that game they've got coming up, not this week, but next week. Washington County. That Where's game that is. Game that game is going to be well. To be honest with you, I'm not even sure. I, I'm. I'm not. I think that it may be at Washington County. I'm. I'm thinking that it may be across the river. Yeah, that, I mean that's that's the key to that one is is where it's going to be played. I, I think they're very uh, two very well matched teams, and uh, uh, you know just kind of depend. But I mean, I think you know Black, Blackshire's played good football, and uh, you know it's just if let me see where's that game going to be played at? It's going to be at Blackshire. Okay, so, so it so, will be in yeah. Ura. Yeah, so I mean, uh, so they got a shot. I mean, Washington County's pretty good, but I mean, I think they're in the right spots in the rankings and in the standings and their 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 division and region there. So, so we'll just have to wait and see, but we'll be rooting for them. So now let's move down to Class One A, Region One, uh, Milry, the Wildcats. Of course, they play over in Millery on Wildcat Hill. They have clinched a playoff spot. They're 7-1. and one. They're 4-0 in their region. They defeated J.F. Shields by a score of 67 to nothing. They will be at McIntosh and pick up another win there. The Leroy Bears, they are 6-0, 4-0 in the region as well. They defeated Southern Choctaw by a score of 41-8. to They will play Fruitdale at home. They'll pick up another win there. 
Uh, Choctaw County at three and three, three and two in the region. They defeated McIntosh thirty to eighteen. They do not play this week. McIntosh, of course, is right now the fourth place team uh, in the region, as as they are listed there at two and six, two and three in the region. They lost to Choctaw County thirty to eighteen. They will next play, of course, as we mentioned. They will play Milry. Now, what's going to be interesting about this thing is, is you've got you've got three teams that have all clinched playoff spots. Now, the the I believe it's the next to the last. It's not this week, but next Friday night, the game of of, of all games for this class one A region one is going to be between the two teams that are undefeated, sitting at the top of class one A region one. Milry and Leroy have to play each other before the season's over with, and that's going to be a barn burner. Yep, it sure will. That's why uh, they're big time rivals. So, I mean, I know Leroy's big rivals across the river in Jackson, but that's out of classification by three levels. But their in-classification rival, make no mistake, is Millery. So uh, that's, that's going to be a, be a heck of a football game. So as we continue and get ready to wrap things up here, we want to just kind of run over um, what we know about the AISA and let you know what we know about uh, about games there of course in class 3a in the aisa rick there's eight schools listed uh glenwood lee scott fort dale otaga academy monroe academy um and uh, as we continue down the list let me flip my page here so i can look at that also bessemer academy morgan academy and valiant cross all those are your 3a teams in the aisa all eight of those teams will be playoff teams and what they do is they seed them the, you know they seed them out of those eight and then you end up having three rounds of the playoffs because all the um, all the 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 championship games for AISA will be played in the same day. So those eight schools will make the playoffs, and so congratulations to all of them. They'll, it'll just be decided against who they play um, as far as the way the seeding falls in that area. Our school that we uh, follow most closely in the AISA here locally, of course, is uh, the – Escambia Academy Cougars. Escambia Academy looks like that they're going to be the number four seed in uh, Class 2A Region 2. They have a record right now of 3-5. and five. They're 1-3 and three in the region. They last lost to Patrician Academy 42-14. to 14. But if the playoffs started uh, this week, Escambia Academy at the four seed in Class 2A Region 2, they a place that we're familiar with, they would travel north and uh, end up going to Chambers Academy and playing up there. Chambers Academy is the number one seed in um, in in AISA 2A uh, Region 1. So that would be the, the Cougars' opponent um, for the playoffs if the playoffs started today. Right. Yeah, glad we're not making that trip. That's a lot, you know. EA has shown improvement throughout the year, and I just said earlier that's what you have to do. And so I, you know, I hope those boys hold their heads up, and young men, and, and the coaches too, because you know I was a little critical of their defensive efforts dating back to last year when we covered them, and earlier this year, and, and I was just calling it like I saw it. But I mean, they have uh, they have improved defensively throughout the year, and improved as a football team. And uh, so. Best of luck to the Cougars. 
And looking at uh, class uh, class A, one uh, A AISA, they have two regions, of course, uh, and and region one is led, of course, by Lowndes Academy. They're eight and zero, three and zero in the region. They last defeated Lakeside, uh, but but looking locally for teams that we cover here close, Jackson Academy is the class of uh, of. Class 1A Region 2 in the AISA. They have an 8-1 record. They are 3-0. They lost to Banks Academy, which is a, a 3A school. And so that's their only loss of the year. Wilcox Academy uh, from up in Camden, they're the second-place team in that region. South Choctaw Academy from over at uh, Toxie, uh, they're the third-place team. And Snook Christian over in Baldwin County, um, it's going to be a battle for that fourth spot. Somebody needs to notch a win between Snook Christian and Sparta Academy because in that region, both of those schools have no wins in the region, and they're both one's 0-7, the other one's 0-8. But I'm thinking that the two of those have to play each other along the way, so the winner of that game is going to end up being the fourth uh, uh, the fourth place team, fourth seed in um, in Class A Region Two of the AISA. Yeah, man, I agree with you 100 percent on that one, and and good luck, good luck to them both. Well, that's going to wrap things up for us tonight. We've covered everything that we set out to cover, and uh, and we've uh, uh, kept you here with us long enough. want to remind you, of course, that uh, we do this each and every week that we cover high school football in southwest Alabama, concentrating primarily in uh, on teams from Monroe, County, Alabama, Escambia County, Alabama, and we've also expanded things out to to cover Mobile, Washington, Baldwin County to include those other two counties, kind of touching on games. And, you know, Rick, as we get closer, we, you know, we're getting closer. we got about three weeks left that teams are going to be playing. Uh, when we get into playoff time, we're going to be heavy, heavy, heavy into playoff football, and so we'll be uh, telling you these teams where they're going to be playing and where you can go to see them and uh, different things like that as these regular seasons draw now to an end. It's fixing to be playoff football time, and that'll be a lot of fun as we get into football, into playoff football uh, here at the end of the year for the uh, Alabama High School Athletic Association and the AISA. That's right. I'm looking forward to it, and I know you are too. And, uh, and uh, appreciate being on with you tonight, Rick. Good Lord uh, bless everybody listening. Richly and abundantly, and keep everyone safe. Well, thank you so much, Rick, for being here, and we'll uh, we'll talk to you during the week. And thank you so much for tuning in to the Sports Moose Media Podcast, available wherever you happen to get your podcast. You can find us. Give us a listen, like it, share it with your friends, and uh, we're glad that you listened. Mm-hmm.